subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for conversations with veterinarians, oncologists, rehab therapists, and other experts discussing amputation for dogs and cats. Find more info, helpful care tips, and a free gift at tripods.com slash radio. Thank you for tuning in to Tripod Talk Radio, where we're spreading the word that it's better to hop on three legs than limp on four. Hosted by Jim and Renee and Wyatt Ray of the Tripod's blogs community at tripods.com. Jerry's place for canine amputees and their people. Silly Jerry. Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Tripod Talk Radio, and today is Friday, September 16th, 2016. We have a short but important show today, which focuses on emergency amputation surgery for dogs and cats. Many new members find tripods after their pet experiences a traumatic injury, and we just happen to have a renowned veterinary emergency expert on the line with us today. Dr. Brian Beale is a board-certified veterinary surgeon and partner at Gulf Coast Veterinary Specialists in Houston, Texas. He also stars in the new television program, Animal ER, now showing Saturdays on the Nat Geo Wild Channel. You can learn more about Dr. Beal and his work at gcbs.com, but we have a lot to cover, so let's get started. Welcome to the Tripod Talk, Dr. Beal, and thank you for joining us. Man, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, and and I guess you guys are just up the street in Texas too. Uh, yeah, actually, we are. That, that's true. Yeah, I'm Livingston. Doctor Bill, this is Renee here. Hi, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Renee. And and uh, you're actually talking about something that means a lot to me and a, an area of interest for sure. So I can't wait to have a discussion with you. Oh, cool. Well, we are huge fans of, of all of the great work that Gulf Coast does. Um, we've had lots of members come to us um, after your clinic referred them to the Tripods community. So thank you so much for, for all of that. Um, and, and as you know, people are oftentimes faced with amputation, and, and, and they have minutes to decide while their animal is on the operating table. And I know you've seen this many, many times in, in your career, and so we're hoping that, that you can help these people who find us after searching the web while they're sitting there in the lobby waiting. Um, we, we'd like to know, what, when you're looking at an animal on, on the table and, and you see that, that spare leg and you know that it just might need to come off, um, how do you assess whether or not that critically injured animal is a candidate for amputation? Well, you know, that's that's a great question. There's a lot of things that you have to think about. Uh, first of all, you're kind of focused on that bag le- the, the bad leg that's that's so obvious. But you have to think about the other legs, too, and, and uh, the age of the animal, the strength of the animal, and all the underlying things that affect can a dog walk on three legs. You know, personally, I like to keep the spare tire. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really do whatever I can to – preserve legs whenever possible. And so when I look at a patient that's had a severely um, a severe injury to a leg or maybe has cancer of that leg, the, the thing that I think about is, you know, can this animal walk with three legs? If I think that that's not going to be a good option, 
then saving the limb is, is really the only option. If they, they can walk on three legs, then, of course, I offer that as a, an option to the owner. But I also talk to them about you know, the option of trying to save the limb and keep them walking on the limb with, with, with some of the new devices that we have. Oh, tell me about those new devices. Well, there's a, a lot of different things. And, you know, again, the thing about Gulf Coast Veterinary Specialists is that we have a team of over 200 specialized doctors and staff, and we see over 50,000 cases a year in, in Houston, Texas. And one of the, the people that we collaborate is uh, um, a, a man by the name of Bill Bickley, and he's a licensed orthotist and prosthetist. Um, and he has over 20 years of experience, and, and he founded a company called Pet Artificial Limbs and Supports, otherwise known as PALS. And anyway, he comes to our hospital on a regular basis and, and on an emergency basis whenever we need, and we've developed prosthetic limbs for animals that they can function incredibly well. They can run, they can jump, and they can swim. It's just amazing the type of function we've gotten and save so many limbs um, of, of these animals. Yeah, we have seen the difference when, when an animal is walking on a prosthetic, when they've been trained to and acclimated to it versus, you know, the traditional tripod hop, and it's, it's incredible. I mean, it's like night and day, and it's so wonderful to see that they can – they can have a normal gait and not have any of those issues associated with missing a leg. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, and it's, it's really kind of interesting to see how quickly they do acclimate to these, these prosthetics. And some of the dogs, you put it on and they run right away without any training at all. Others take a, a week or two to train, but we've never had one that, that we couldn't get trained to use it. And, and the owner's satisfaction is extremely high after this. And, and if you talk to them afterwards, they're just so thankful that they're able to save the leg rather than go through the amputation. Not to say that amputation doesn't do well, but this is mm -hmm. just another option that's a fairly inexpensive option, too. It's not any anywhere like the cost that we see with the human prosthetics. Yeah, I yeah, definitely. And and so I know that there that there are animals that um you know, they the the when you want to use a prosthetic it has to be considered before you even go forward with any kind of surgery. So if you're suggesting this to a pet parent in the ER and you say, you know, we can we we can try a prosthetic with this animal, how much of that leg has to be left in order for it to work? Yeah, that, that's a great question. And, and the more limb that we can save um, and, and, and preserve, the better. It makes application of the prosthetic easier and more secure. But, you know, we certainly have ways to figure out a multitude of different type of prosthetic designs to suit the, the, the amount of leg that we're able to save. Um, certainly the smaller the patient, if, if they lose more of the limb, the easier it is to resolve compared to a larger patient. But typically we like to try to preserve uh, some of the limb below the knee and below the elbow, and if possible, below the, the wrist and the ankle. Um, the, the ones where we can actually preserve the ankle joint and the wrist joint have amazingly excellent results. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of different types of de designs out there for the particular patient that we're faced with. That's it's so neat. There's, there are so many options now, and, and we, we definitely always tell people to consider that if they have the time. 
and the dog is a candidate. Um, now, let's talk about cats for a minute because we have a lot of, of feline members who have joined us lately. And um, do you ever um, ever work with cats and prosthetics and um, or, or limb sparing surgeries when you're in an ER setting? Absolutely, yeah. Cats can do great with the prosthetics. We can save limbs on cats. We've been able to save limbs on horses and rams and all sorts of critters out there, turtles. Uh, so, you know, there's just, uh, there's, I don't really think there's any limit on, on what we can do with these things. Now, you know, it, it does certainly uh, depend on, you know, the, the person and the pet in some cases. And, you know, we, we do have to kind of evaluate the temperament and the commitment um, of the clients. But, you know, the, the people that, that tend to use these things for their pets, again, as I said, uh, they've, they've had a high level of, of satisfaction, and, and they said basically say they'd do it again. Oh, that's, that's really great to hear. Now, now, let's say you want to try saving the entire leg. Um, how do you know if, if you can do that? Because I know there are some really complicated breaks out there, and, and we've seen members whose animals have had these um, crazy, um, you know, the, the exterior fixators on their legs. Um, how, do you, how do you know if, if that's worth going forward with? Well, you know, there's very, very few fractures that we can't fix and save and get the animals back to extremely good function. And, you know, the external fixators are um, certainly have their place. Um, I would say that that's an older technology and, mm, um, okay. you know, the, the, the patient uh, morbidity is a little bit higher. The chance of complications can be a little bit higher. So we we still use that that technique for um, certainly cases certain cases where there's a lot of infection and, and trauma to the muscles and skin, uh, but there's mm-hmm. there's other technologies that are easier for the the client to deal with and much less painful and less much less of a management issue. And um, you know on animal ER um, which is uh, is featured on on Nat Geo Wild's network. Uh, it airs every Saturday at uh, 10 o'clock Central um, on the mm-hmm. East Coast, but in, in in Texas it airs at nine o'clock or nine o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, on on an upcoming issue, uh, let's see, it'll it'll be on Saturday, September 24th um, at nine o'clock. We're actually going to be showing a rescue case where that came in missing a paw, and so we oh, have wow. no idea what happened to the paw. It probably got tied into something or or got chewed off by something or attacked. But anyway, mm-hmm. this is this this patient came in with a, a horribly infected stump and we were able to to save this, this limb, get get the infection under control, save wow. them and, and we and we were able to get a an artificial limb um uh, designed for this, this dog and now that dog is uh, living a very, very uh, productive and, and finally a good life in Colorado, running around the mountains of Colorado. It doesn't Aww. get any better than that. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me cry. That's such a happy yeah. story. Oh, I can't uh, wait you'll, to you'll see fall in, that. You'll, you'll fall in love with this dog. And, and that, again, is at uh, 9 o'clock on September 24th. And, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's just – I can't tell you how good you feel after you take a dog like this that's ultimately going to be put to sleep and you're able to mm-hmm. save him and then just you just see how happy the people are when they adopt the dog and 
you know, the dog just has a new lease on life, and you and you kind of think, you know, where would that dog be if you didn't have an artificial limb? I I would agree totally. Our own dog, Tripod's first dog, White Ray, he's a German Shepherd who came from a very similar situation. And I wish we would have been near Gulf Coast veterinary specialist at the time that, that he was mm-hmm. under under the knife because, you know, he has mm-hmm. a stump now and there's no way he can have a, a prosthetic. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of dogs that they're really not good candidates for prosthesis, especially if they have cancer. And, mm-hmm, you know, the right. only way we can eliminate the cancer from the local site is to get rid of the whole limb. And as I said before, you you know, you, I mean, I am just so amazed. I didn't even know that that you had this 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 show, and and I'm just so excited about it because you know this is somewhere oh. where, where I want to steer people f- towards. And you know, we all know that these dogs can run, jump, and play, and run down the beach, and you know they they can have a, a perfectly normal life with three legs too. So this is a, a great thing to 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 get out to the public. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and we definitely encourage people to look at all the options. We we like to say we're not pro-amputation. We want people, we want to keep that extra leg for sure, if at all possible. Um, but real briefly, we're almost out of time. Um, can you tell me what are some things that, that a pet parent should consider um, when you suggest amputation or, or trying to save the leg, just really briefly? Um, I I'm sorry. Could you just repeat that one time? I, I could. You broke sure. up a little bit there. Oh, sorry about that. So, what are some things that that a pet parent should consider when you're giving them the option of amputation versus um, trying to save the limb? Um, my recommendation would be not to think of this as a human amputation. Okay, mm-hmm. people tend to to think of this in terms of, you know, if my dog loses their leg, they're going to be suffering. That's not the, that's not true at all. Animals do not function, uh, the animals function well with three legs, and they are happy and can do whatever they want as if they had four legs. So don't don't think that this is going to be something that the animal is going to be, um, it's going to damage the animal's quality of life. It is going to improve the quality of life, and it's an easy thing to manage. Oh, that is wonderfully said. Thank you so much, Dr. Bill. We really appreciate you being here today. Okay, thank you very much, and I, I just ask one more thing, that I, I have a, a, a radio show in Houston, and as an exchange, I need you to be on my show. So I'm going to uh, get you on my show in the future if, if you would oblige. Oh, we promise. Jim here again. Thanks again, and we look forward to following up on that. Thanks again, Dr. Beale. We appreciate your time, and look forward to catching Animal ER on Nat Geo Wild. Listeners can learn more about your work and the TV show at gcvs.com. Until next time, find all Tripod Talk Radio podcasts and many more helpful resources for pet amputation recovery and care in the blogs and forums at tripod.com. Until next time on Tripod Talk Radio, learn more about canine amputation recovery and find the best gear for three-legged dogs at tripods.com.
Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to Tripod Talk Radio for more pet amputation tips from experts. And claim your free gift just for listeners at downloads.tripods.com slash podcast. Tripod.